0: Hi, friends. Jumping on before the start of the episode to ask for your help. Since I started this podcast four years ago, I have been dreaming of a place for us to gather, a place where we can practice some of the things that are shared here on the podcast, a place where you and I can meet gaze to gaze, heart to heart, and a place where we can share our experiences of enriching our lives through the wisdom of the body and expanding our pleasure through the wonder of the senses. I would love to hear your voice and your vision in writing this next chapter of Come to Your Senses. Go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey to contribute your ideas, give your feedback on which topics you burn with the most passion to hear about, and let's create a beautiful sanctuary together. SchoolofSensualLiving.com slash survey. I will see you there. Hello, and welcome to the Come to Your Senses podcast. I'm your host, embodiment-based coach, Mary Lofgren. Here, we explore how to live bravely and beautifully through a lifestyle of embodiment. You'll hear gems to empower you around mindset, mindfulness, somatic psychology, and neuroscience, as well as beauty, food, style, and the art of slow living to meet your soul through the senses. I am so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Come to Your Senses. Today, we are diving into a topic that has been near and dear to my heart since I first started learning how to craft letters with a pen, and that is journaling ideas for soulful savants. What I love about journaling is it is a way to slow down my thoughts and to remove some of the debris from the surface and allow my deeper thoughts, my deeper self, and my deeper embodied intelligence to emerge through my pen. But sometimes journaling your thoughts can make them feel more frenetic. Just emptying what's on your mind down onto the page can feel like I feel more crazy than when I started. And so today's episode is going to give you some templates and some ideas for ways to use journaling to deepen your experience of yourself, enrich your everyday, and connect with what Mary Oliver might call the voice that is your own. And before we dive into our gems, I want to share with you on the topic of writing and receiving notes and hearing thoughts and seeing thoughts on a page i was just looking over some of our podcast reviews and i wanted to say thank you to our beloved community members shira pp and hillbones 78 shira says this podcast will change your life it shines a whole new light on the healing power of beauty flow equals glow I just listened to Mary's podcast about a 30 second skincare practice that I can't wait to use. And it is so much deeper than that. She-Ra, thank you so much. I love your name. Thank you so much for being a listener. And Hillbones says, this podcast is a gem and so is Mary. Her voice certainly made me feel like she was sharing her gems just with me. The content is wise and fun, and it comes in such a calming package. I am excited to keep listening. Thank you, Hillbones. I am sharing my gems just with you. And if you're listening and you're wondering if I'm sharing my gems just with you, I am. It's one of my deep intentions in this podcast that it feel like an intimate, personal, heart-to-heart experience. So I am thrilled to hear that that is coming across. And if you are a fan of the podcast, I would be so delighted to hear from you and read your name on the air. Claim your space in this community. You can leave a review directly on iTunes. If you're uncertain about how to do that, there is a one-minute video at schoolofsensualliving.com slash review, or you can leave a review wherever you receive your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening, reviewing, and sharing. And so where we will begin is I want to share something with you that is one of the first things I share with coaching clients when they Become a Client. It is a workbook called Soul Sense. And it's a series of questions and journaling prompts around meeting what we are really working to connect with and integrate into your life when we coach together. And that is this thing called Soul Sense. So I'm going to read a few paragraphs to you now. Embodied intelligence is a coaching system that brings all your forms of intelligence together, the brilliance of your mind, the wisdom of your body, the depth of your emotions, and the uniqueness of your spirit. And yet, there is something even bigger than the sum of these parts. It is something I call soul sense, that small, still voice you hear whenever you are in your body. You might call this your inner voice, your inner companion, or your intuition. You might call it Rhonda. Whatever you name this unnameable presence, you know it because you've felt it. For me, soul sense is a warm buzz that I feel whenever I drop into my heart. It's the light that is revealed when I remove the mask and allow myself to be completely honest and vulnerable. Whenever I experience life through my senses, I feel my cells remember it like a warm breeze. It can also sit on my chest like an immovable St. Bernard. When I don't listen to my soul sense, it manifests as dissatisfaction, tension, resentment, or apathy. Those might feel like evidence that it has left me or turned its back on me but it's really just using alternative methods to get my attention and say, I love you. I'm not going anywhere. These descriptions give us a start, but the truth is it cannot really be put to words because it's not something that you name. It is something that you sense. So let's get to know your soul sense now, inside and out. I share this with you because when I journal, soul sense is what I'm really trying to evoke. Once again, journaling helps me move past the chaos that often happens on the surface of my mind and sink down into some of the deeper, stiller waters of my soul. Journaling is less for me about making something happen, and it's more about revelation, uncovering, discovery. And so the first gem, you know, regardless of if you're a longtime journaling lover or journaling has historically stressed you out or you feel like it's not for you, if you're desiring, a journaling practice, what I want to share with you are some gems of not just ways that you can write in your journal, but ways that you can make journaling into a pleasurable, renewing, delightful ritual. And where that begins is with the journal itself. So I am a big believer in buying a journal that you want to write in. I have many spiral notebooks that I picked up at the grocery store, and I love those. And there is a downtown bohemian elegance to those too. But my current journal I bought at Barnes & Noble, it's purple. It's got this gold inlay. It's got these beautiful thick pages. It is exquisite. It has a ribbon to keep my place. It has a folder, a little... A place to keep, I don't even know what I would keep in there, but something. And I have a beautiful school of sensual living pen that has a secret message that I send to my clients whenever they become a client. And it is exquisite, and I look forward to writing in it almost every day. And it was a bit more on the expensive side, but journaling for me is one of my top values. And so it's easy for me to invest, to pour my money into that, which brings me the most value back, which is less things like iPhones and TVs and other fancy gadgets and more things like expensive perfume and fabulous journals. So I encourage you to think about your journal as if it is an altar, because really when you spend time with it each day, it becomes this sacred companion. So having a beautiful journal that you want to write in. I also love to get colored pens, and I'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment, but making it a pleasure to sit down with is gen number one. And now I'd love to share with you some of the ways that I journal Sometimes I'll just sit down with my journal and write my thoughts, but more often these days I have a specific exercise or intention, and it's just a delicious way to bathe in my own creativity in the morning. So the first is a kind of well-known coaching exercise called the perfect day. And this is almost like creating a verbal vision board of your future. I have done this exercise and gone really detailed with it, which has been really fun. but sometimes it can feel a bit overwhelming to try to work in all the details of everything you want for your future. So a way that I like to do it is to choose one aspect of my life and write one, two, five, ten years in the future, what I envision, an average Wednesday looking like for this one aspect of my life. So I did one recently on embodiment and it was like, I wake up and feel the salty air on my skin and I pad out to the beach and feel the cool morning sand under my feet. I have clients flying in to stay at our guest house and do a private retreat for them. I am so glad that I bought that. This was the best investment of my life. I enjoy a breakfast of soft papaya with fresh squeezed lime juice over it. And my assistants come to help me wrap the gifts for my clients who are arriving. And here's the deal. I don't know if I want to live at the beach, (laughs) I don't know if that's if I want to buy a guest house. I don't know if those are the actual details of what my future beholds or what I even want. But I do know how I want to feel. I want to feel sensual. I want to feel relaxed. I want to feel connected to people, supported. I want to feel like my home is a place where I can share with others, and create a beautiful portal into sensual living. And the details will work themselves out. I think going from a more head-based place, I might look at that and think, oh my gosh, I need to start researching ranches on the beach across the USA and South America. But having done this exercise more than once, I know that What I'm really trying to get at, what I'm really trying to generate is the feeling that I desire to step into in my future. I did this exercise recently around New Year's, like the upcoming New Year's, and I have it in my journal. I'm just going to read the first few lines because I'm a little protective of these vulnerable details, but it is December 31st, 2022. I feel so fucking chic and at home. My spirit feels alive and my hips have a mind of their own as they move me around the room. They are my center of gravity. I feel so relaxed. It's like warm water is being poured over my forehead. As I look back on the last five months, I have said yes. Doing the fill in the blank, not going to share this detail, is the best thing I've ever done for myself. I feel alive and healthy in my body. I am living from the inside out. I am sharing and showing my intellect. I am a focused listener, and the armor of social anxiety has eased. I am slowed down. I am receiving. I am clear about my mission and I live on purpose. And this is one page. I think there's probably five pages in here. And so I have a few details in there around what I see, what I'm wearing, who I'm with, but you can hear that the real essence of this exercise is how I feel. And what's beautiful about it is just by writing about it, I start to feel those feelings in my own body and they help me design my day and my life around those feelings, which then creates the true essence of my desire, which is less about the details of how it looks and more about the truth of how it feels. The next way I like to use my journal in the morning is this is where the colored pens come in. I will listen to some sort of inspirational talk For you, it might be a TED Talk or a podcast or something that helps bring you into your heart and bring you into your spirit. And as I'm listening, usually it'll be 10 to 20 minutes. I take notes with my colored pens as if I'm creating little mini oracle cards in my journal, and I draw what I'm hearing and I draw the sights around me. This is something that I learned from friend Susie Banks Baum, who is an amazing writer and creator. Pop a link to her in the show notes. And also I want to give credit around the perfect day exercise. That was an exercise I first heard about from the coach Tanya Lee. So we'll pop both of those in the show notes. But Susie is an amazing artist and she's an amazing art journaler. Her Instagram is full of just these gorgeous ways of capturing the beauty and the meaning of each day and of her inner world through art. And I aspire to be even a teaspoon like Susie in my own art journaling. Um, I am growing as far as that goes, but something I'll do is I'll just take a colored pen and I'll draw the dress that I was wearing yesterday to remember it, or I will draw the plant. i just glancing at my own journal from a couple of weeks ago in the plant in the Airbnb that I was staying in. I might tape a piece of like a receipt or just some other meaningful thing, a ticket, a scrap from a paper bag, whatever it is, just some small jewel from my everyday to make it more memorable and more meaningful. So receiving from whatever it is you choose to listen to And then drawing to awaken a different part of your consciousness than just your inner note taker. The next gem, another beautiful morning ritual that you can do is something called two-way prayer. And this is a method that I've heard about many times before, but I was reminded of it recently when I was listening to Elizabeth Gilbert talk about it. And essentially what you do is you start by writing a question to the God or the higher power of your understanding. And I recommend making it a succinct question, a single question. And then you allow your pen to basically write back to you stream of consciousness. But the key is that you start with a term of endearment. So Sweet, darling Mary, beloved, insert your name. Starting it with a term of endearment anchors in that energy of love and compassion and understanding. And I still, to this day, fight through a lot of conditioning around religion and God and higher power and spirit. And so sometimes I'll write hate mail (laughs) to... To my higher power. And I'll say, uh, I wrote one recently that was like, God, why are you so annoying? (laughs) And God wrote back something along the lines of, Oh, I'm so glad you're saying this to me. I'm so glad you're telling me what you really think and really feel. Because you know what, Mary? That is me when you're just honest about how you feel, and you stop trying to censor and you stop trying to do it perfectly. It was amazing. It is always just a marvel to me, the degree of wisdom and intelligence and resolution that we're capable of when we kind of allow our conscious controlling mind to get out of the way. And we do this in my circles with my current coaching clients. We have these study salons, to practice the tools of embodied intelligence and this is always incredibly illuminating to do with a group as well. And so my loves, that concludes our petite basket of gems for today. If you enjoyed this episode, you can tell me about it and go to schoolofsensualliving.com/review or directly to iTunes. I would love to hear from you. And if the idea of meeting your soul sense and placing that meeting at the center of your life so that your relationships, your work, your everyday routines and rituals, the way you eat, the way you dress, the way you walk, all become a reflection of your unique soul sense, I would be honored to talk about the possibility of being your guide mentor, cheerleader, and companion as I walk that path myself through embodied intelligence coaching. I am currently on a wait list, but you can submit a request for a pre-coaching call. And I will be starting with a small handful of new clients in the fall. So if you'd like to learn more about that, head to embodiedintelligencecoaching.com. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you in the next episode. For coaching, classes, and community in creating a lifestyle of embodiment, head to schoolofsensualliving.com. There you'll find a free video series on how to reduce anxiety and intercept the stress response through powerful, confident body language. Head to schoolofsensualliving.com slash confidence to watch your first video today.